The way that God shows up every single time of someone coming to us and giving us a, a significant check, saying, God told me to give you this, and I don't know why it's this amount, and neither did we. We're like, what? And then a week later, to find out that that was the exact amount our accountant said we were behind. Hey, welcome to another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast committed to bringing stories of hope and insight to those on the front lines of Christian ministry. Our desire is for all of us to see, sense, and experience God's voice through their stories. And through these stories, we may see His hand and hear His voice in our lives. The Relate, Refresh, and Restore podcast is brought to you by Romans 12 Ministries, where we are wildly committed to transforming the church, one pastor, missionary, and ministry leader at a time. Okay, here's my opening question to you, our listeners. What is your favorite holiday? What would you say? If you ask the four town children who are now grown adults their favorite holiday, I think hands down they would say Thanksgiving. So many memories, so many traditions. It is just a very, very special day for all of us. And I'm not sure about you, but I love the history behind Thanksgiving in our country. And so I thought it'd be appropriate for me to invite Ron Smith, our director of, of ministries, and Sophia Town, our director of women's ministries, to come into the studio and just ask them about Thanksgiving as they think back and they hit the pause button and reflect what can they express gratitude for. And God has been so good to us this past year at Romans 12 and, and beyond, but just uh, wanted to do that. So I hope you just enjoy kind of a different podcast as I share with them and talk with them about Thanksgiving. And uh, I think of Colossians 2, 6 and 7, where it says, So then, just as you've received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in Him, rooted in Him, strengthen the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Overflowing with thankfulness. You know, I think back to the story of Thanksgiving for us in this country, and there's so many variations, but if you look at the proclamations that George Washington gave way back in in the late 1700s, and you look at the proclamation that Abraham Lincoln gave in 1863, the words are so poignant. And I just want to share them really quick as you listen to this before I bring Sophie and Ron in. But this was this was written by George Washington, the very first really Thanksgiving as far as a proclamation as a united country. He says this, By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and humbly to implore His protection and favor, and whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Man, that appeared in all the newspapers. And then in 1863, in the midst of the Civil War, uh, Abraham Lincoln writes this. He says, By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation this year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields 
and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the iron and coal as the precious metals have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege in the battlefield, and the country. Rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us, in anger for our sins, hath nonetheless remembered mercy. And it goes on. We are to be overflowing with thanksgiving. And so I just uh, thank God for Ron Smith and for Sophia Town and their good work this past year in investing in pastors and ministry leaders, ministry leaders who in many ways are broken and uh, spouses and marriages. And so anyway, I want to thank them for coming in. Thank you for listening. I hope your Thanksgiving this week is one of peace and joy and unity and that you are overflowing with thankfulness. My name is David Town, the host of the Relate and Refresh Restore podcast. Well, my two good friends, thank you for coming in, Ron. Thank you for coming in, Sophia. Thanks for inviting us back. And uh, you guys are repeat. This is our staff. We're, we get to have a chance just to share with our listeners a little bit about Thanksgiving. And we've talked about Colossians, where we are to be overflowing with thankfulness. Mm. And uh, so I thought it'd be just appropriate for us to pause and to reflect and look back and express gratitude for what God has done in, in this ministry. And, and we can see his hand all over it in so many different ways. And so we just thought, hey, listeners, listen up. We just want to hit the pause button and just, just talk about this past year. But here's my first question to both of you. When you think of Thanksgiving as a kid, what comes to mind? Wow. I get to go first. Um, obviously family. It was one of the few times that all of us got together. Even on Christmas, there was like a divide and conquer because different families had their own different families. But at Thanksgiving, we kind of all came together. I remember the football games. We'd be out in the street or we'd be in a, a field and, and we'd all be playing football. Uh, we'd be hearing stories about everyone for the year, things that had gone on during the year that we hadn't seen. Because I'm trying to think when probably Easter would have been the last time we had all gotten together. And so trying to uh, get caught up, uh, hear stories of what was going on that year. And, and everybody was in a good mood. I mean, there was this idea of coming together as a family and community that 
put people in just a very joyful and grateful mood. Was there conflict at all? No, no. In our in our Smith Cova kind of families, kind of combined together. No, it was like all those were set aside for the day and for even for a period of time. Mm. And and it really was a a place of peace and just positive reflection. It really was. Yeah. Sophie, how about you? In my home, there wasn't always peace. There was unrest. So Thanksgiving, though, it seemed like there was a calm uh, in that time. And so we really enjoyed our food. And my favorite thing was to crack the nuts. Mm. And I would just sit and crack nuts all day. It was just... You nutcracker. (laughs) Nutcracker was my favorite thing to do. So, yeah, food was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same with me. I'd say food was... My Aunt Emmy Lou's uh, rolls were delicious and watching some football and... And just being with people that I didn't see throughout the year was always just a fun reunion. And so it was really positive for us. And sports was not in my family. Yeah. As you bring up food, though, and Emmy Lou, everybody had their dish. And collectively, it made an incredible meal. And everybody did a piece. Um, Pretty much whoever hosted it did the turkey, but everybody else brought everything else. And everybody had these their own specialties, you know, their special recipes, and it just brought together an incredible meal. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for us, we, you know, my dad, who lives in Seattle, he would come down each year, starting when we first moved here in 91, mm-hmm. and did that for years and years, mm-hmm. and up until the last couple of years. And so there, there's, there's joy to that and great memories and traditions, but also a little bit of sadness, mm-hmm. because that's not happening uh, anymore. Um, so, yeah, I think the emotions for a lot of people, there's highs and there's lows, and there's tensions and there's health, and and um, and so that's part of life. But we're so grateful for this holiday, and it's so biblical. I mean, really, not many countries in the world mm. really set aside one day out of the year on the books that say we're going to stop, hit the pause button, and be thankful, and actually thank God for all of his many blessings. And they did this. I mean, this proclamation was in 1863 in the middle mm. of the Civil War. So Lincoln says, hey, Crazy. you know what? In the craziness of this war, we're going to set aside a day because his provisions are still plentiful. So with Romans 12, that's, I mean, we do need that. We're so busy, and we're coming through a, a really a, a kind of a spinning fast uh, couple months for us to just to stop and sit around here um, and, and just thank God for what he's been doing. So I, I just wanted you to give the listeners a, a taste of what you're thankful for when it comes to Romans 12 Ministries. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with ladies first because that's what I was taught. Are you, Ron, are you okay with that? I am, except I went first on the food thing. So. You did, yes. Yeah. That's okay. I jumped the gun. You had more to say. Most guys do jump ahead when it comes to food. So anyway. Hey, so, so share with us. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I know it's some of you are going to say, oh, of course, she's going to say donors. But you know what? It's true. And the way that God shows up every single time, um, I think this year, um, someone coming to us and giving us a, a significant check saying, God told me to give you this. And I don't know why it's this amount. And neither did we. We're like, what? Um, and then a week later, to find out that that was the exact amount our accountant said we were behind. So those things just 
Yeah, they just delight our hearts. They they encourage us to keep going, and we are so thankful mm. that people are obedient. We all. I just remember that that time when we were together on that, and we looked at what we were behind and saw the total of what that check was, and we thought, "You've got to be kidding me!" Yeah. And why are we surprised? <laughs> you know, why are we surprised? God just showed up that way in almost in almost every area, with yeah. relationships or financial or you know programs mm-hmm. uh, or the right people at the right time, mm-hmm. all the time. Ron, how about you? What comes to your mind? One of the biggest things, I think, one of the biggest blessings this year was the cabin that we got to use up on Mount Lemmon. And I kind of written down that we had 49 different reservations and 150 days worth of use. And we didn't use it November to February. We opened it up in February. So for almost three and a half months, we didn't use it. And in that time, you know, as you talk about, you know, what are the blessings of, of, of God in Romans 12? It's the blessings of God through Romans 12 to these people. The number of people that were able just to be refreshed and just to find, as you talk about us doing a pause button and be thankful, that's so much of what what happened up in that cabin uh, all year long. And so beyond probably anything else that stands out to me was the number of families, couples, and and individuals that were able to use a quiet spot on Mount Lemmon to connect to their God. And Mm -hmm. that was just a blessing. You know, this idea of silence and solitude. You know, it has been kind of a theme, I think, this past year of that's what we see the need is for these ministry leaders and pastors, missionaries, mm-hmm. and their spouses, families, right. to really get away for just some R&R. So I think back to the Passover cabin and the blessing that was, mm-hmm. there was sol- silence and solitude for sure. There was marriage enhancements. Mm-hmm. There was um, people going up for retreats. Yep. And that is a lot of people. And so our listeners, we do need more, you know, we need more cabins like this. And so if God is nudging you to maybe open up your cabin, wherever it may be, there is a strong need for people to get away. Mm -hmm. And that's just not down the street, you know, to the local Motel 6. Mm -hmm. It is to get away. And so that would be a huge blessing. Yeah. What else comes to mind? I think the volunteers. I think this year, at the beginning of the year, was when we, and I just sent that out there and said, we need volunteers. We need people to come and help us get through some of the little mundane things. And then the people that just came out of the woodwork. And so, in in the little things that I needed to be done that I didn't really have time to do anymore because of the people that I'm meeting with, it was such a blessing. I mean, and we had so many people show up for our pre-events to set up and we would get things set up for 100 people in two hours because many hands do make light work Mm. and it was just it was a huge blessing for me yeah their hearts to serve uh, really really spoke to me Um, actually gets me a little emotional because I've seen over the last three years that we've been doing this that I think there's been a pendulum change at first it was what do you mean? Pastors need help? Spouses of pastors need help? I mean, they're pastors. And now I, I, I think people are starting to get it. Mm-hmm. Their eyes are a little bit more open to the needs of those leaders around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those volunteers, huge blessing. Mm-hmm. So I guess luncheons this year would be huge. I mean, you, you've got us as a face of Romans 12 that people see, but we have a whole team of people whether it be those that are helping to sponsor our luncheons for pastors, 
we have a whole group of Jonathans who on their own are reaching out to multiple pastors that they're coming alongside. I mean, our fingers are probably, uh, if you looked at our fingers that we, we typically have 10, there's probably 30 fingers on our hand of other people that are doing the work of Romans 12 all across the city, really quietly and silently. And we get to see the blessings of that, kind of coordinating that. And that's just unbelievable. And I have to say, too, we have a great group of prayer warriors. And you're supposed to have an outer group of prayer warriors and an inner group. And for us, everyone's an inner group right now. But I would like to say, if there are those of you out there that have a heart for Romans 12 Mm. and they want to be a part of our um, outer prayer circle, we would love for you to contact us. Mm. We are always looking for more. Our prayer is our greatest weapon against the enemy, and we need that. You know, I've heard um, from listeners that don't live in Tucson, Arizona. They're going, this all sounds good. Why do you guys stay just in Tucson? Why don't you expand Mm. to these other places? Because I know my pastor, I know my pastor's wife, I know some of our ministry leaders are in great need, and so I hear that quite often. And what do we say to that? Mm. Obedience. I'd say in the beginning, probably first year and a half, as we connect with ministries nationwide, that was the sentiment of, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Bring it to us. Bring it to our to our communities. But as we've sat, God hasn't led us to that. And we really have, for those of you that are listening, we are intently trying to discern what God wants us to do. And at this point, it's not beyond Tucson. Uh, not that it couldn't or that it shouldn't, and that or that there's not a need beyond us, because there absolutely is. And I think the model that we brought to Tucson, others see, and they're just like, they get excited about. But until God prompts us, I think that's the reason we're staying. Well, I'm going to interrupt real quick, and I'm so grateful for Ron Smith and Sophia Town for their willingness to come in and share. But I just wanted to thank you, our listeners, for your constant support and your prayers and your partnership with our ministry at Romans 12 Ministries to make this Romans 12 podcast happen. And so we just wanted to say thank you for that. We are grateful for you. We have, they say, over 3,000 subscribers to our podcast, which is a great beginning. And we've been doing this just for over a year now. And um, yeah, we could use your support. We Obviously, your prayers are so appreciated. But your financial support allows us to do our mission. And our mission is this. By God's goodness and grace, we relate, refresh, and restore ministry leaders and so and their families. And so we just, if you are being nudged to help us financially, please do. Uh, we would do that. We have been blessed with a benefactor who pays um, our salaries and pays our rent for our office where we do ministry. Every other dollar that is brought in goes right to help ministry leaders and their families. And so if you want to do that, you can do that online. And our website is romans12ministries.org. That's romans12, that's one, two, ministries.org. Or you can give us a call at 520-982-5877. And we would love to talk to you and pray for you. So let's get back to Ron and Sophia. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You know, I want to say that I am so grateful for our board. Mm. And our board, they trust us. 
and they don't micromanage. They don't get, you know, kind of into our business, but they pray and trust us, and they're there to encourage. And I do. I'm very thankful for them. Been a part of a lot of boards over the years, and uh, it's a unique board, and it's a board that allows us to fulfill our mission that we feel God has called us to do. And I, I am very thankful for that. And also, you two are so stinking special. And I'm so thankful that God, in His sovereignty, put us together with our unique gifts, with our unique styles, with our unique, yeah, personalities. And um, in our past experiences, we, um, we are good. And that doesn't mean we agree all the time. Uh, I just think back to our, our Monday staff meetings. There's times when I'm going, I don't get what you guys, I don't understand this. And uh, we, can, we can laugh about it and we can fight in a loving way. But uh, I just think God is in it. And I think that I really, really appreciate you both. And I hope you know that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we appreciate your leadership. Absolutely. Because, you know, for, for us, we love that Romans 12, the way we uh, interact is so different than you would find in any other business, per se, that we, uh, especially with Ron, you know, his leadership of leading us in prayer on Mondays, taking time just to pray with and, uh, yeah, and just spend that time in special ways with him. And then the fact that we can be honest with each other. Mm. So what we ask you know, from our the people that we see is honesty and transparency and show us your warts and all and we're still going to love you. We do it within ourselves. You know, we share when we have coffee stains. We encourage each other. I mean, we, sometimes we even vacation together. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, you, you know, as you bring that up, you know, the spirit of unity that God has provided and I think all of it comes from a lot of that. Uh, it comes. It, it doesn't come naturally, and it doesn't come easy. I think in any organization, whenever there's people, there it's, it gets messy. It's you know when there's relationships, it's like oh everything we find there weren't other people involved. But with you guys, God is God has created something really unique and unified, and I think more unified in terms of grace and spirit and being able to listen and being able to communicate. And I think it does come down from the leadership. So I'd say the same thing, just, just back at you for keeping us on track, challenging us, and pushing us. And so that, that does, it does help. Mm. Well, praise God. I do, I do thank Him. And I, and I love this time where we can actually pause and be thankful. And I just extend to you both just an incredible week of Thanksgiving that we move into this holy season, that there would be nudgings as we have that relationship with God that we would truly hear His voice and be obedient to that and, and continue as we move into 2023. My last question to you is, what can our subscribers and listeners be praying for for you two? I think to pray for, I mean, obviously, especially when we go into some of our events, like marriage retreats, that you would be in prayer for us uh, against spiritual warfare because we, f- we see it, we feel it, we try to catch it, cap, take it captive, but we need that uh, extra prayer. We need it for you know the people that are going to attend our events and the people that are the married couples that are coming. It's just we just need prayer. And I think 
for discerning and compassionate hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an element of, I think, just in us in the ministry in general, we want to help people. But sometimes helping hurts. And the idea for for us to be slow to react. And I think for some people out there who are like, but I'm in crisis. And it's like, but, but God's in the crisis too. Mm-hmm. And us to realize that we aren't their Savior, um, but we are there to support and encourage and to guide and to point them to God. And sometimes that looks like nothing's being done. Like, okay, but, but now what? It's like, no, no, no. God's working through this. Get, allow us to kind of discern what our next steps are in their care. And it may not come at the speed that they wanted or the speed that we as humans would want. But just pray for us to be able to be steadfast in hearing what God asks us to do so that true healing or restoration or transformation happens with those couples or those individuals because it's easy for us to get in the way. And I've seen it myself over the last few years. Uh, I got this. And then you're like, I probably shouldn't have done that that fast. And so just pray for us to really be reflecting God's heart in the things that we do. You know, I think back to Solomon, and he could ask for anything, right? And he asked for wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so I would say for us that we would be led by the Spirit with wisdom and discernment uh, with everybody that we meet, um, with every event that we do. And, um, yeah, that we would have that that wise, humble heart. And that Mm -hmm. we would not... Not be hardened be, mm-hmm. by sin's deceitfulness, right. because we're dealing with that a lot, and addictions and so on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, we were just having breakfast this morning with a, um, a donor couple, and they asked, well, who takes care of you? Mm-hmm. You know, as we shared a Great few question, things about, yeah. yeah. And in the past, we've just said, well, we do, right? Mm-hmm. We, we talk to each other. But um, yeah, Sophie and I do. Every, twice a month, we... We get soul care, and we're able to share our hearts and drop the mask and uh, and just share with somebody that's somewhat neutral about how we're feeling and, and what we're doing and how we're doing as a couple. And, and right. Ron, you know, I think that with with you, that's important too. So mm-hmm. I just ask that you, everybody listening, would be praying for, for Ron as he's, you know, as the director of ministries, that he is, yeah, yeah, staying, staying safe yeah. from the enemy. Thanks. Well, you too. Thank you for this time. Appreciate it. You did a wonderful job. So stop stressing over this because you know what? <laughs> We're going to do a Christmas one too. So get ready. Oh, uh, love you guys. All right, Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us today at another episode of Relate, Refresh, and Restore, a podcast sponsored by Romans 12 Ministries. For more information on Romans 12 Ministries, visit us at romans12ministries.org or give us a call at 520-982-5877. May we all continue to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. 